competition, friendly competition. Repeatedly make a rushed and bad decision. In this friendly competition, friendly competition, it's a friendly competition. I admire this team's ambition. Welcome to Friendly Competition, a show where everything's made up, but the points really do matter, and where friends compete in a friendly way, but also competitively. I'm Lex Friedman, and please allow me to introduce my friend, your friend, and our scorekeeper, and uh, an important judge on this very program, Dan Morin. Hi, Dan. Hi, Lex. Uh, I'm feeling very edgy today. I'm wearing mismatched socks. Um... Uh, I just, you know, I'm really, I'm transgressing norms is what I'm saying. You know what, Lex, I'm sorry. Was that your nickname in college? Transgressing norms? I've I've lied to you. I'm wearing matching socks. I couldn't do it. I'm wearing no socks. This is too much information. Let's move on. We have five incredible contestants. Too much information. (laughs) Uh, We have five incredible contestants, four of whom are humans. So we're going to introduce them uh, in the uh, alphabetical order of their first names. We're going to start with Cicero. Hi, Cicero. Oh, man, I, I'm first. In our hearts and in alphabetical order. <laughs> we also are joined by our friend Jason. Hi, Jason. How dare you invite me back on this show? I, mistakes were made. Uh, we also are joined by Shelly. I'm also not wearing socks because I wanted to suck up to the host. <laughs> well done. And um, also uh, with a very fancily dressed Zoom avatar is Tony. Hello, nerds. I will neither confirm nor deny my sock situation. If you're counting along at home, that's uh, four contestants. We mentioned there are five. Uh, the fifth contestant is Silent Carl, uh, with our <laughs> thanks to Jackbox Games for their occasional AI contestant, Carl. Uh, Silent Carl will be represented at some point, at some points by nothing, and at some points by me and or Dan. Uh, and he helps keep things competitive. He contains uh, multitudes. He is both friendly and a competitor. <laughs> He's honestly less friendly than I'd like him to be. He's a little standoffish. We should call him Surly Carl. (laughs) I'm I'm down with that. He's the main villain in season three of Star Trek Picard. Mm. Mm. (laughs) A reference I cannot get. And yet he never appears. Yes. Weird. Silent and invisible Carl. Mm-hmm. There are either very few or very many rules for this game, depending on how you count. The basic rules are points are awarded to each contestant on a per round basis based on decisions that Dan and I make and our decisions are final. Contestants are free to object or complain. Uh, they may choose to ask clarifying questions. We may or may not respond or answer any of those questions. We may choose the silent call route instead. Uh, speed does count today. If you submit re- uh, last, you uh, you will lose a point each round. So don't submit your answer last unless you are willing to sacrifice that point. Uh, our first round was the homework round. I specifically asked each contestant to send in up to 30 seconds of their best vocal impression of either a Disney character, a president, or a Nintendo character. So they had to give us uh, a th- up to 30 seconds of their best vocal impression of either a Disney character, a president, or a Nintendo character. Uh, hopefully you guys will all hear this. Let's start with uh, Cicero's submission. Ahem. Electronic vehicles. A topic of much debate, I know. But I'm here to tell you that they're the future. They're better for the environment, they're cheaper to operate, and they're just plain cool. So if you're thinking about buying a new car, I urge you to consider an electronic vehicle. It's the right thing to do for the planet, and it's the smart thing to do for your wallet. Thank you for your time. (laughs) And they're much quieter than those infernal gasoline-powered vehicles. Now, I happen to know who this impression is of, A, from the file name, and B, from the impression. Can any contestants identify uh, who Cicero was impersonating? For most of it, I thought it was uh, Wilford Brimley as Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> although at the end, it got a little Muppety. It got a little yeah, Muppety. There, it there was a little, a little, a little Grover snuck in at yeah. the end. It definitely uh-huh. got a little Grover at the end, but that was, uh, that was Sam the Eagle. Cicero's oh, impression of Sam. Okay. Oh, okay. Ah. Mm. I was going to guess Wario. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know Wario hates gas vehicles. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh I think he I think there's a lot of video footage of him driving little go karts. <laughs> he that hates are... them. He oh, always he looks hates, angry. He does, for a he does look me. angry. He's actually he's, very yeah. personable most of the time. Yeah. But when he's driving yeah. a gas go kart, driving. He's very angry. It's yeah. road rage, right? It's road yeah. rage. You know. Yeah. It's... Okay. Get that guy on electric I think, car. He'll I be think fine. he also hates tennis and soccer and golf. So we just And Mario. Yeah. We're just always catching him at his worst. At his worst. 
It's low point. Mm. Uh, and of course, since Disney owns the Muppets, that does count as a Disney character. Here is Jason's impression. Oh, thanks, Lex. Sure is great to be here on Friendly Competition. But I sure am glad to be an employee of the Disney Corporation and not this Mickey Mouse outfit. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I think that's an uh, an easier one to guess who Jason mm, was impersonating. Very nice. Also, yep. Sam the Fozzie Bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, strange. Uh, the classic include the name of the character you're, uh, you're imitating. <laughs> yeah, it's gold. Here is Shelley's. Hey, how's it going? I was just watching the Muppets Mayhem trailer. It's this great Rocky match, I mean movie, starring all of us in the band plus some celebrity dudes. And I'm in the trailer too, but I say like three words and two of them are for sure. Now I totally stand behind for sure as a catchphrase. But man, I'm looking for a little more, you know, representation. Is 2023 okay? Good vibes to everybody. Janice out. Wow. Janice, Janice, is Janice. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear a lot of Janice impressions, but that—that's a very no, favorite Janice impression. I that like it. Very good. Yeah. And uh, uh, what an indelible mark the Muppet Show has made mm-hmm. on us. Apparently. <laughs> and finally, here's Tony. Remember, pals, a man must make of his life a ladder that he never ceases to climb. <laughs> if you're not rising, you're slipping down the rungs, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Jobs? <laughs> wow. I think that was Rutherford B. Hayes. <laughs> oh, so it was sorry. An old Disney it was submission. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, Dan, as, as I discuss every episode, this is the part where I have to be harshest. And mm. I'm already racked with guilt. Yeah. But as you should rules be. are rules, Dan. Yeah. And uh, the, the rule was you had to send 30 seconds or fewer. And Cicero's file is 45.3 oh. seconds, so I cannot oh. reward any points to Cicero. Oh. That's the way it goes. Rules are I, harsh. I'm going to award uh, five points to Shelly and uh, three points each to Jason and Tony. I thought those were both very good Mickeys. I'd like uh, to point so, out mine is a new legally distinct question, a character called uh, Objectivist Mickey. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, and it's, it's based on the original Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse, so therefore yeah. he's in the right. public yeah. domain. Public yeah. domain, yeah. that's right. Is a mouse not entitled to the sweat of his brow? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, get back to work, freeloader. <laughs> Let's take a quick second and listen to Silent Carl's submission, shall we? The only wealth is land. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ah, there was Silent Carl's. Very good. good. Oh, Very good wow, stuff. that was. And that under was the really time good. limit, too. Wow. So good. Yes. And his favorite, Calvin Coolidge. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> it was amazing that he did something that Cal. was. It was amazing that he found a Disney character who was also a Nintendo character and also a, also president. a president. That yeah. was pretty. Wouldn't, didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Donkey Kong. Um, well, so. we're going to enter our, our first live round. This one is called Late Night in Shining Armor. Contestants, remember, the last one to submit will lose a point. Name four late-night talk show hosts. You'll get three points for each unique talk show host that you share. And, of course, there are secret rules for this round. And, Dan, here's where we distract them by bantering while they submit. <laughs> a little late-night late night banter, shows. if you will, as if the mm. one of us were sitting on a sofa and the other oh. person were sitting behind a table with a microphone that is not actually functional on it, which I think not the, is required. Right. Not the, the banter from Ted Lasso. This is a different kind of banter. Oh, yeah. No, well, I mean, I can see you. I know you don't have your camera on, but I can see you. Yeah. You see what I did there. I do. I always see what you did every single time. So we're looking for four late night talk show hosts, and you'll get three points for each unique talk show host you share. Uh, I have some questions about some of our submissions already. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're trying to make it difficult for you, Dan. Uh, That's fine. Um, It definitely happens. Uh, All right. I I guess all (laughs) answers are in. (laughs) (laughs) so the reason for dan and my already being confused is that cicero submitted but one host he was not last um but since it is a valid host i'm going to consider tony to be the the last submitter uh so we'll do minus one point to tony here are the answers while while dan looks at uniqueness shelly submitted johnny carson chelsea handler george lopez and joan rivers I do consider all of those to have been at one point or another late night hosts. Cicero submitted only Arsenio Hall. Jason submitted Bob Costas, Craig Kilborn, Pat Sajak, and Jack Parr. Tony submitted Coney O'Brien. Nope. Conan O'Brien. Jay Leno. Jimmy Fallon. And Craig Ferguson. So I believe, as I scan these, Dan, that every single late night show host submitted was unique, which is incredible. Uh, However, 
um, there was a uh, a two bonus rules. One was you were awarded one bonus point for any living retired late night talk show host, except for Jay Leno. Jay Leno was worth <laughs> negative two points because he is Jay Leno. <laughs> yes, I support that rule. So did uh, I get negative points this round? Is that what you, happened to me? It's quite possible. All right. That's, uh, you that's got some, no, you'll, you'll net positive. So okay, retired yay. late night talk show okay, hosts, I so guess, would include who are living. Yeah. Chelsea Handler and George Lopez. They're both retired. Okay. They're, I would consider them both retired and alive because Chelsea does not currently have a late night show, right? Yeah. And guesting okay. on the daily show doesn't count. So, right. Uh, so that's two point, one point for each of those. Correct? Arsenio. Yes. Two Arsenio Hall is another living retired talk show host 1.4 cicero craig kilborn is living retired and i guess pat sajak is living retired as a talk show bob host costas, bob costas doesn't yeah. have a late night show either right now does he no he's just doing baseball games still, on the mlb he's alive yeah okay. he's alive. alive i guess so sorry bob didn't know <laughs> jack parr however right yes. jack parr is, jack dead. Parr is long dead. no yes. longer with us and then conan and craig are both alive and retired right, is so conan retired he is retired as a late night talk show host yeah He's claiming that he will at some point have an HBO show, but that will be a streaming show. Okay. So I don't consider it a late night. And show. so in that point, let me so let's clarify this. So like that's one point each for Conan and uh, sorry, one point each for Conan and Craig Ferguson from Tony. However, he had negative two for Jay Leno, so that nets out to zero. Right, <laughs> but he also had Jimmy Fallon, which is one point as a valid answer. But he's but he's not retired. So those are, these are these are bonus points. I thought it was he, I it was living three. living comma retired. You're getting three points for each unique talk show host. Yes. So each of these answers is worth some points. So ah. Jimmy Fallon is worth three points. Craig is worth three points. Kona is worth three points. Jay gotcha. Leno is worth negative right. three points. Right. So his bonus points net out zero with, with the yes. Jay Leno, but the rest of them got Exactly. It. Okay. All right. So Hold Dan is doing the complicated math. Doing That's the why math. we hired Dan. Yeah. <sighs> Mathematician Dan Warren. Great <laughs> choice. Let me tell Famous you. mathematician Dan Warren. I'll find a way to with these famous mathematicians <laughs> i'm not playing that game wait i'm not am some I? people think john no. nash had some visions <laughs> <laughs> all right dan what is, how many points did you award to each player for that round in the full awareness that i may have done this entirely incorrectly let's go down jason got himself 15 sweet points by my calculation wow. uh shelly 14 tony 11 cicero just four and Dan, what does that do to the overall scores? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, at the beginning of the next round, which is the round that hasn't happened yet, <laughs> Shelly's in the lead with 19, followed closely by Jason with 18. Tony is only a stone's throw behind at 14. Uh, Cicero has four. All right. Thank you, Dan. Our next round is called In a Word. You're going to submit four. Emphasize that four. You're going to submit four <laughs> movies with single word titles. Dan or I must have heard of the movies. You get two points for each movie that only you choose, and there will be secret rules. And Dan, did we uh, successfully subtract Tony's point for being last in round one? It's, he's, he, yes. Indeed. That's right, we did. Uh, Everything's great. Rough round for Tony with the Jay Leno and being last. <laughs> well, you know, now you all know how I feel about Jay Leno. Jay Leno, the only late night oh, talk show host I've seen tape his show live in person. Wow. That, that, yeah. I get I'm it. You're really, you. somebody yeah. catches on fire, they're dead to you. I've <laughs> seen <laughs> Lex, Lex, Lex Friedman away. I've seen Letterman, Letterman twice and Dennis Miller, who I could have put in, wow. and he's still alive. And re- is he retired? I guess he is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, Dan, I'm going to have some questions. You're going to have to reassure me that you know some of these movies. I know many, but not all. Um, it looks to me like potentially it's another round where every I, answer is unique. I believe every see. answer is unique. You, Cicero, you people would be horrible at mind melt. <laughs> Cicero submitted Speed, Crash, Tenet, Batman. Jason submitted Cats, Chicago, Stuber, Taken. Dan, you've heard of Stuber, I'm assuming. <laughs> is that is that the one with it's Kamel a, Nanjiani? It's, yes. It's a, it's a thriller where a guy drives an Uber and it's <laughs> right. Yeah, I, ha- I have vaguely heard of it. I, I will concede that it is a movie I've heard of. Tony wow. submitted Pi, that's P-I, Serenity, Brick, Inception, and Shelley submitted HUD, Giant, Up, Cars. I don't know what HUD is. HUD is a classic movie with Paul Newman. Paul Newman, Newman yeah. 1963, yeah. won an Oscar. Yep. Now, she wrote it in all caps. Does that count as a single word? Because it is in all caps. Okay. It's not an acronym, though. It's a word. No. Wonderful. So there were secret rules, as we mentioned. Uh, Any movie whose titles were three letters or fewer, or 
10 letters or longer were worth one bonus point, in part because the first two movies I thought of for this were Big and Arachnophobia, <laughs> which was submitted. So I think the only qualities are there. Actually, Shelley gets two uh, um, bonus points because for both HUD and UP. Yeah. And Tony will get one for, for pi. pi. For Pi. One Tony will get one for Pi. So that means a similar, uh, a non-widely varied scores this round. I will say, uh, Shelly, thanks to your bonus points, me, you may even manage to compensate for entering the last answer. So that's pretty good. Mm. So Dan, how many points did you award to everybody that round? Uh, both Shelly and Tony came out with nine points and both Cicero and Jason came out with eight points. So mm. very close round. Wow. Uh, we'll do a scoring update after the next round, which is <laughs> Cranston checks in. Name four scripted TV shows or films in which Brian Cranston has appeared. You'll be shocked to learn that there are secret rules in this round. You'll get four points for each unique Cranston-involved thing. Has appeared, right? That's right. Four scripted TV shows or films in which Brian Cranston has appeared. I had to say scripted so the people didn't do things like Jay Leno. (laughs) Interviewing, yes. Inside the actor studio with Brian Cranston. Inside of Brian Cranston with Brian Cranston. As we record, Dan, today I, I finished the penultimate season of Breaking Bad that I'm watching with my oldest. So that was never heard of it. Yeah. I don't mind mentioning shows that he's on because <laughs> people know the shows he's on. That's not the hard part. Now, we don't have to have heard of these things, but we do have to verify that he was in them. Yeah. All right. I'm going to share the answers that you all submitted. Jason was first. Uh, He submitted Malcolm in the Middle, El Camino, The X-Files, and Breaking Bad. Tony submitted Malcolm in the Middle, Uh. Godzilla, El Camino, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Cicero submitted Malcolm in the Middle, (laughs) Godzilla, Breaking Bad, and How I Met Your Mother. Uh. Shelley submitted LBJ, Malcolm in the Middle, Better Call Saul, and No Fourth Option. (laughs) So, I wasn't going to write Blaking Breaking Bad. I was just like, there's no point in doing it. And then Malcolm in the Middle was what killed me. We, got, we, we all said melt. it. We, we mind melted. Did we get points? Right. Yes. We did. Tony <laughs> can give us points, but Lex and Dan will yeah, not. Th- those points are not valid in this context. Sorry. <laughs> El Camino was the Breaking Bad movie. Yes. yes. So the unique answers we that I saw were... We thought we were being clever. We were not. <laughs> the unique answers I saw were The X-Files, Curb Your Enthusiasm, How I Met Your Mother... And LBJ and Better Call Saul. So Shelley, despite only submitting three answers, had two unique answers. Uh, yeah, so how, how does that work? I didn't imagine that he's in Curb Your Enthusiasm, right? He's nope, in there. I, I've he, he really is. Okay, so he's I, like the abusive therapist or something. I hallucinated uh, okay. that he was on Star Trek, and I was trying to think of what wow. Star Trek he was on. And then after I submitted, I looked it up. He was on Babylon 5. Oh. <laughs> oh. Damn it. Wow, you were going to get some mail. I know, I know. I'm sure he was uh, on so, Deep Space Nine, but no, so it was Babylon 5. Quick question. Is yep. there is there an eligibility problem for somebody submitting no. fewer than the number we require? No. Okay. That just that just hurts them because they didn't yeah. have the, the exact possibilities. So it looks to me like Shelly will net seven points since Shelly was last that round, but had two unique answers. That's correct. Uh, nobody triggered the bonus. The bonus was uh, Seinfeld would score a bonus ah, three points. Oh, yes. yes. Do we remember who Brian Cranston played? The, the dentist. dentist. Tim dentist. Worley? The, Sort of anti dentite. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Right, that's right. For the jokes, Dan. How many points were awarded that round, and to well, whom? Well, in truly uh, f- strange, friendly competition fashion, as you noted, Shelley uh, submitted only three answers, but got seven points, as opposed to uh, Cicero, Jason, and Tony, all of whom netted four points. So, where are the scores as we enter our next round, Dan? Well, they're at the top row of my spreadsheet. <laughs> I knew Lex. you were going to say that. <laughs> damn it. I set him up, you knock him down. That's right. Well, uh, Shelly is in a pretty good lead there. 35 points. Jason hot on her heels at 30. Tony just a step behind at 27. Cicero has 16 points. Silent Carl yet to get on the board. Not on the board. All right. The next round is numbers game. Send a unique number between 1 and 10. You get 10 points if it's the highest or lowest unique number that we receive. The number must be an integer, and there is a single secret rule for this round. (laughs) I am delighted to share that uh, it looks like Cicero will be losing one point this round for being last. The other three are in, which means Cicero can really take his time puzzling this out. That's right. All right. The answers submitted were Tony, five. Jason, nine. Shelley, eight. 
Cicero 3. That means Jason and Cicero submitted the highest and lowest unique numbers, uh, scoring 10 points apiece. Cicero loses one for being the last to submit. And then you will get um, the, the rounded down, the floor of your number submission divided by two for your unique number that wasn't the highest or lowest, which basically means that uh, Tony will get two points and Shelly four points, if my math is correct. I agree with your math. And not just because I'm paid to. All right. We'll do a scoring update after this next round. The next round is Oh My Pod. You're going to, and Dan gets to compete in this round as well on behalf of Silent Carl, you're going to write the podcast logline for the following obscure podcast. Your goal is to fool your fellow contestants that you have the accurate description. Uh, If you vote for the correct answer, you'll win five points. And if you uh, vote for your, if you get votes for your fake answer, you'll also win five points. So the first thing I need you to do is submit your description for the podcast, The Other Side of the Bell. The other side of the bell. Now Dan can't even banter because he's got to write his own. Well, Lex, I've finished my answer, so Silent Carl's not getting negative one. And time for some banter. Interestingly, Silent Carl, uh, not the first answer to submit. So look at that. All right. All answers are in. Dan, as an official scorekeeper, I leave it to you. Do we deduct any points for being the last to submit your, your phony description or no? Well, I w- I, if you'd asked me 30 seconds ago, I would have said no, but I already put it in. Oh, well, there you <laughs> so, go. Okay. It's written in stone as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's see here. Uh, all right. Well, I will, um, I will try to read all of these answers, and then you'll submit your votes to us. Um, and make sure you are as clear as possible about which one you're voting for. So these are descriptions for The Other Side of the Bell. The Other Side of the Bell podcast, Why You Really Ran for the Border. The Other Side of the Bell, a weekly irreverent podcast hosted by three friends who recount the latest developments in the world of heavyweight boxing. The Other Side of the Bell features trumpet tips, trumpet player interviews, and stories from Bob Reeves. The other side of the bell is an insightful look into the world of action sports from boxing to MMA to wrestling from three former athletes and their old friends in the biz. The other side of the bell, Dennis Haskins dishes on sitcom history. And finally, the other side of the bell, learn the hidden stories of Philadelphians living in the shadow of one of America's greatest patriotic monuments. So you're now voting uh, why you ran for the border, uh, heavyweight boxing, Trumpet tips, boxing to MMA, two wrestling, uh, sitcom history, uh, and Philadelphians living in the shadows. Lex, I want you to know I listened to I think two of these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that Tony's vote came in with the phrase "votes for" and then his vote. <laughs> Cicero, we are waiting. There we go. All right, uh, Tony voted for uh, the Philadelphia, and. Is that the correct answer, Shelley? No, it's not. I made it up. And Cicero went with sitcom history. Tony, was that right? Uh, no. And who is I Dennis Haskins? Is that a person of your own creation? That's, that's De- the Mr. Belding from, from Saved, Saved by, by the, the Bell. Bell. Oh, mm. yeah. I've never seen Saved by the Bell. <laughs> oh, what? That feels both, like a very Lex thing. <laughs> both Jason and Shelley went with trumpet tips, which is correct. <laughs> it is Yay. a podcast from Bob Reeves about trumpets and trumpet players. It's a must listen, if you ask me. Dan, how many points did people get net of losing points and such on that round? Well, uh, Shelly guessed the correct answer and got one vote for her answer, but she was the last to enter, so that's nine points. Uh, Both Tony and uh, Tony got a vote, one vote for his answer, so that's five points. And Jason got the correct answer, which is also five points. Cicero did not get any points that round. I'm sorry. That's sad. And uh, what are the uh, overall scores now, Dan? Well, uh, it's still a pretty contentious uh, two-way competition for the top uh, seat right now with Shelly still in the lead with 48 points, but Jason just behind with 45. Tony has 34 and Cicero has 25. Silent Carl's still not on the board, but this could be a big round. Not for him. This is the (laughs) rhyme or reason round. Send us four one-syllable words that rhyme with shoe. 
you'll get four points for each unique round shoe, the thing you wear on your foot. And of course, there are secret rules for this round. There are secret rules we have not told you yet. <laughs> That's why they're secret, I betcha. Mm. <laughs> if we were to say those rules early, bad things would happen, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I mean, canonically, yeah. Give some stuff away. <laughs> Someone uh, may have forgotten some of the... <laughs> All right. All answers are in. Uh, so we were looking for... Rhymes for shoe. Uh, Tony submitted blue, clue, few, and do. I consider all those successful rhymes. Thank Jason you. wanted to avoid any chance of uh, overlap, so he went with askew, new spelled G-N-U, hullabaloo, and goo. Cicero submitted true, boo, two T-O-O, and glue. And Shelly submitted clue, stew, flew and grew i feel like i'm having a stroke as i say all those words um i i can see that there were two clue submissions <laughs> yeah those i think are the only two uh haha two, two? there yeah but then, a some few bonus round. clue well Such and let's let's note that we have to also i believe knock out <laughs> one of these since Jason, I think, m- forgot that we asked for s- one, one syllable, syllable word. Oh, so I hullabaloo. I, I, I and did forget that. And I think, uh, would both. Uh, yeah, I think no? the, Cali- the California pronunciation of a skew, which is just <laughs> skew. skew. <laughs> that's skew. just the word skew. Yeah, that's the I word agree with Dan that, that a skew is two syllables. No, it's totally two syllables. I didn't even hear yeah. the syllable rule. So, yeah. I didn't even remember the one syllable rule, but there it is. Skew, bro. <laughs> the goal of requiring one syllable was to make more overlap. <laughs> but, I see. Uh, Good but job. Some, some bonus points were triggered. Uh, glue, G L U E, was worth three bonus points, which Cicero earned. And if anybody sent any pairs of homophones, like new and oh. new, they would score zero points for that round. No oh. one did. <laughs> two and if two. If you had the audacity to submit shoe S H O O, you would get five bonus points, but nobody had the audacity <laughs> to do that. Either. Oh, man. Uh, I hope. All right. Dan, how many points did people get that round? And were there any people who had been lagging behind who suddenly got a lot of points all at once? I feel like you're taking out my scorekeeper like drama license here. <laughs> yes, it was a big round for Cicero catapulting him back into contention. He got 19 points oh, on that crap. round. Big scoring. Wow. Uh, followed by Tony with 12, Shelly with 11, and Jason with just eight. So uh, the game is afoot, my friend. <laughs> Wow. This is my plan. That's well, a, foot, a foot in a shoe. Yeah. That's right. This That's next round is really going to mix things up or not, but it is name four Beatles songs and one of the Beatles, the most creatively named round. Uh, you'll get three points for each unique Beatles song. Dan or I has to have heard of it. You'll get five points for each unique member of the band, the Beatles. You'll get no points for cute jokes about insects. So mm. <laughs> those are the rules for the round. <laughs> it's, well, it's, Jason... <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's fine. Uh, we'll we'll figure this all out. I I'm looking forward to the amount of time it's going to take to type names of Beatles songs. <laughs> I um. Wait, how many songs? Sorry, three, four, four eight, songs, 12, one four. Beatle. Oh, God, no right. songs and one Beatle. Yeah. As as we were talking about before the show started, you know, part of Friendly Competition was inspired by the brilliant TV series Taskmaster. Maybe Legally we'll put a link to it in the show notes. And um, the. I, you can note over many seasons that they try to get the rules increasingly specific to avoid people mm-hmm. <laughs> finding workarounds. And uh, I was pretty worried about that for this Beatles round. So I tried to write the rules as specifically as possible. Wow. Okay. This is amazing. <laughs> I particularly appreciate... Uh, <laughs> Most Shelly people doing it put in the, no order. Yeah, most people put the beetle at the You're end. Welcome. Shelly just stuffed him right in the middle. I, didn't want to forget. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought of one that's not the one. I didn't want Here to forget. Here comes the song, well, was, Ringo Starr. That, that was excellent. I, Shelly's full, full actually marks. could be read as a two person scene. Nice. So, Dan, I will be the first person in dialogue for Shelly's <laughs> answers, and you can be the second. Okay. Happiness is a warm gun, George. <laughs> please, please me. <laughs> Why, why don't we do it on the road, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> so so Shelly's answers were happiness is a warm gun. Please, please me. Why don't we do it on the road, Michelle? And her beetle was George. Tony submitted octopus garden, help, 
back in the USSR, Here Comes the Sun and Pete Best. Jason submitted <laughs> I'll Follow the Sun, Please Please Me, Glass Onion, Her Majesty, and John Lennon. And Cicero submitted Help, Last Train to Clarksville. <laughs> <laughs> what? She loves you yesterday and Ringo. So we did get um four unique Beatles, and I will allow Pete Best as a Beatle. Uh Last Train to Clarksville is by the monkeys. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> British band. Um and then both Shelly and Jason had please please me. And I think there were two both, helps as yes, well. Two helps. Cicero and Tony both had help. Yeah, I need mm. help. So I think I did this correctly <laughs> cry for help. Yeah. My what only if we all said help? <laughs> help. <laughs> And Dan, I will I will take your judgment on this one. The song is Octopus's Garden. There's an apostrophe S at the end of octopus. Uh, Tony submitted simply Octopus Garden. Are you concerned that it is a garden full of octopi as opposed to one that belongs to an octopus? That's that was what my concern was. Possession is not the law. Too bad you I'm didn't use it. an apostrophe. Yeah, well, I'm bad at I, I I understood what song that was, and I wouldn't penalize someone for spelling go. incorrectly. So I'm going to allow it. I like it. Right, how close, many points did everybody get close that? Close enough, there? the friendly competition <laughs> way. <laughs> yep. That's the close friendly enough. part. Another good name for this show. Cicero got 11. Yeah. So, because he got two songs and one unique Beatle. There you go. Uh, Jason got three songs and one unique Beatle. So he's at 14. Uh, yeah, because three points each plus. Five plus five, yep. 14. I like Great. it. Excellent. It's really uh, cool how you hired The Dan. points <laughs> change every round. <laughs> uh, Shelly also had three uh, as well as uh, a correct beetle. So I think that's 14. 14 points. Same as me. Yeah. Uh, and then Tony. Uh, oh, and sorry. Cicero also submitted last, right? Yeah. So I was, was going to give you that one later, there but you go. got it. And then there it is. Tony had 11 for three, one beetle, and then. Three correct. That's oh, so correct. if he had three correct, so right, sorry, yeah. fourteen. It's fourteen as well. Fourteen. I think the, the the trick is there is like it's always trying to figure out like the order they are in the spreadsheet versus the order yes. people submitted. <laughs> yeah. This is so, this is I. It's possible this entire game show is just a way for Lex to grief me. <laughs> what is funny to me about Dan saying that is that he does say it in every episode on which he appears as scorekeeper. Yes. So he really, really believes it to be true. Like, this, this is like a Sisyphean thing, right? Where I keep <laughs> yep. rolling the boulder up and it crushes me every time. time. This is rewarding you for how much you love math and how good you were at math all those years. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah. everybody scored 14 points that round, except for Cicero, who scored 10. Right. Uh, we'll get you a score update after this next round, which is called Bobbing for Apples with Friends. Put together a fun sentence that includes one famous Bob, a fruit, and a character from Friends. You get four points for each unique one of those nouns and arbitrary bonus points for me and Dan for fun sentences. Here's an example. Wow. Bob Odenkirk and Gunther launched a new brand of grape jelly. God damn it. As you can you see, all three Gunther can be real or example. fictional, but you can't, I'm sorry, Jason, use anything from my example. Damn it. <laughs> Erasing So Gunther. it's a fun sentence with a famous Bob, a fruit, and a character from Friends. There is a bonus rule for this round. Secret rule? Yeah. There's a secret rule for this round. Dan. There's a secret bonus rule for this round. The name of the rule is itself a secret. Ooh. So you're a Friends fan, Lex? <laughs> Come here often? <laughs> I, you know, I, there are many things about Friends that, that don't hold up, but it was a very good sitcom as these things go. I guess for old people. I've never seen it as I am reminded every time I play Random Pursuit these days. <laughs> I mean, it was on for like 10 years. I feel like it was hard to avoid like an episode here or there. I don't think I've ever seen an episode. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. When I started watching Magnum P.I. for that podcast that I do, Jamie wandered in one day and she was looking and she's like, oh, it's Richard. And I was like, right. He was on Friends. I forgot Tom Selleck right. was on Friends, but that was yeah. her. She watched them all. That's amazing. I do appreciate when you feel like you know a character or an actor from a thing that's not really the thing that they would yeah. consider themselves. Well, that's what from. I said. This <laughs> was like, Jamie, you know, he's famous for Magnum P.I., right? She's like, no, I just saw him in Friends. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> when, you know, a show that was probably aired entirely before that child was born. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, wow. but, but ne that's the wow. power of, of, of Netflix. <laughs> Well, this is an interesting round already. As fascinating. I do some math. 
Here is uh, here are the sentences. Tony submitted yesterday. I guess he was still playing the Beatles round <laughs> Yesterday, I saw Bob Ross sharing a banana split Sunday with Ross. No relation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well done. I uh, no spoilers except yes spoilers. The next three answers all reference Bob Newhart. So Jason said, Bob Newhart stopped into Central Perk to buy a banana and a latte, but he stayed to listen to Phoebe's performance of Smelly Cat. Shelley said, "Isn't it true that Phoebe stayed in Bob Newhart's hotel before she arrived in the Big Apple?" Cicero submitted, "I didn't even realize that Bob Newhart had an apple orchard with his daughter Phoebe." <laughs> Is that, is wow. that canonical? Phoebe is, is literally the only Friends character name I could come Let up with. <laughs> I was going to go with I Gunther. I need to tell you. I need to tell you. Uh, Tony, who admitted right before this that he had never seen an episode of Friends, dominated in this round. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tony did man. get duped on the banana. Yeah, Correct. my fruit, uh, my fruit was not unique. But I, was, I, was, I, you know, I was led astray by wanting to have a fruit that you could share, and that was my <laughs> that was my downfall. You can share any fruit. Uh, that, but that's four points for Bob Ross and four points for Ross. Everybody else no picked both Bob Newhart and Phoebe, <laughs> so that's zero points. Uh, Jason got duped on banana, and both Shelly and Cicero picked apple. So Shelly so and Cicero had the same set of three. Had the same exact think about the world. Wow. So we're trying to play mind games. That's all that's happening here. Yeah, we yeah. have done it. Uh, mm-hmm. And Cicero, unfortunately, was the last to enter. <laughs> Cicero comes out <laughs> losing one point. I, I knew I should have had Bob from Sesame Street. There was Street. a secret rule, but nobody triggered it. Yeah, no. the secret Me, rule. Joey. Yeah. <laughs> the secret rule is five bonus points for Marcel the monkey oh, from uh, Friends. I'm still mad uh, about you using Gunther as your example. God. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. So, Dan, what does that do to the overall scores? Well, it is quite the game happening right now. Mm. Shelly's still in the lead uh, with 73 points, but two people pretty close behind and near each other. Tony has edged up into second place with 68 points. Jason, only a point behind at 67. Cicero has 53. He's still in this, as we know, in friendly competition. Anything can happen. And, and does. Well, yeah. <laughs> this next round is carbon dating. I'm going to give you a date. You're going to say what happened on that day in history. Silent car will play. (laughs) Thanks to Dan. And uh, you're going to try to convince everybody else and to find the right answer. So first, please tell us what happened on February 17th, 1996. That's Feb 17, 1996. So bad at history. I'm so bad at friendly competition. That's why I host. Um, so, uh, you a fan of history, Lex, or? You know, it was not my favorite subject in school. I kept worrying that I would fail it and then be doomed to repeat it. <laughs> you know, what was interesting is when you were in school, this date was not history, probably, for most of it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> for most of it. Yeah, for some of it, probably. Uh, until 1996, at which point it was. Until, I mean, up until February 17th. <laughs> Both Dan and I would have been 15 years old on this day in history. That's correct. Happy birthday. I remember it well. Yes. It was a cold winter day. <laughs> I just want to go back to that one word movie title round with the, the game round being called In a Word. I thought that was pretty that's, good. That's pretty good. Sure. Just, that's pretty good. <laughs> I got it. No po- no points for you, but. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's a pointless round. As I believe so we are now waiting days. on just one person. Oh, God. Tony, well, who will be losing. Oh, you don't have to remember Tony. what happened on this day, just to be clear. You uh, can make it up. I just want to point out that once you know that you're last, you can hold the entire show hostage yes, forever. There you go. <laughs> All right. I am taking, I'm taking bids for how many points to move this along. Listen, we've been waiting for 45 minutes. I don't point. think we, we foresaw this possibility. I think you got to deduct another point every extra minute that they're the last one. <laughs> All answers are in. Dan, read these answers. Remember, you're going to be thinking about all of them so that you can vote for whichever one you think really happened on February 17th, 1996. Don't submit your answer until all have been read and make sure you're as clear as possible about which one you're voting for. So, Dan, what happened on February 17th, 1996? On February 17th, 1996, Christy Yamaguchi won the gold medal at the Winter Olympics in Lillehammer, Norway. On February 17th, 1996, Israeli Prime Minister Itzhak Rabin was assassinated. On February 17th, 1996, Garry Kasparov beat Deep Blue in a chess match in Philadelphia. On February 17th, 1996, the Super Bowl was interrupted by a freak snowstorm and delayed for one hour. 
On February 17th, 1996, a freak snowstorm descended on the central town, central Texas town of Lockhart, resulting in a five-mile traffic jam. Fortunately, no lives were lost. On February 17th, 1996, Bob Dole fell off the stage in Norman, Oklahoma at a campaign rally. So we've got Christy Yamaguchi, Itzhak Rabin, Gary Kasparov in Deep Blue, the Super Bowl snowstorm, snowstorm, a Central Texas snowstorm. Same snowstorm, by the way. <laughs> or, Clearly, obviously. Bob the Super Dole Bowl was totally a Lockhart down. that day. Bob Dole fell into a snowdrift, though. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> At the Super Bowl. Oh, Bob Dole is in pain. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he also beat Deep Blue in a chess match. So yeah. it was really a heck of a day for Bob Dole. When I was a teenage reporter for the local newspaper, I once interviewed Bob Dole by asking him a question as he walked up to a debate stage, and he was very, very cranky. Oh. Mm. Just, that that whole story could have been Bob Dole is very <laughs> cranky. Do, are we voting now? That's what we're doing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, in theory, only Jason is so far. Hey, there yeah. we go. Now we've got I've, more votes coming I've, uh, I, I interviewed a more famous person <laughs> than Netflix. <laughs> the... Tony, wow. Yeah, Let's I, I have a question. Uh, I, any I guesses? Have a question. Any guesses? The yeah, most famous uh, person Dan, I've ever interviewed? Uh, Dan, <laughs> consult the rules as written. Yep. I yep. No, that's fair. Yep. That yep. is fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Shelly <laughs> voted for uh, the most fun answer, I guess. Gets what? for being getting assassinated. <laughs> Thanks for that, Silent Carl, Dan Morin. What the hell's wrong yeah. with you? You know, you know I, I actually knew that wasn't the answer because I remember where I was when I heard that he was assassinated. <laughs> and it was at a football game, which means it was in the fall. Dan, way to bring us down, but that's five points for Silent Carl. <laughs> Yep. Uh, it's college. He'll take him anyway. I don't want to help Carl, I tell you. Cicero voted for Christy Yamaguchi. Uh, Jason, was that the right answer? Uh, no, it was not. In fact, 1996, strangely, was the first time in, in uh, several oh. pairs of years that the Winter Olympics was not held because it was held in 92 and 94. But and I, I knew that for reasons that. that I can't even remember. It's like, Tony, that one right Tony voted for the Super Bowl snowstorm. Tony, was that the right answer? <laughs> Yes. No. <laughs> no. no, it wasn't. Wow. Tony so, voted for himself. Tony yep. mind melded with himself. There is nothing in the rules that says that you there cannot now, vote for your but own will answers. Be going forward, you <laughs> yeah. I think on a technicality, we have to award Tony five points. That, those are put an asterisk next to those. Those no, are no, dirty no, no. points. I mean, it's got to be points. low definition rules, right? You get no uh, points for voting uh, for yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't say it. I feel yeah. like he did it within the regulations as specified. And Jason, he, he Jason, 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 eat it, Snell. You should, <laughs> I think you should penalize Tony. If if you make you feel any better, he, he did have negative one for in, entering his answer last, so he's not <laughs> getting the full five points. Also, no, it doesn't make me feel better. Also, my answer was real bad. <laughs> I, that is true. Uh, but, uh, Jason uh, has clearly interviewed Gary Kasparov in the past. Is that right, Jason? I have not. That's not. Oh, that's not oh have you single-handedly interviewed Deep Blue? I, uh, I, not to my knowledge, but who would, who could tell? Yeah. Have you been to Philadelphia? <laughs> I have. Jason got Gary Kasparov and was correct. But Dan, this reminds me. Yes. As we're thinking about this round, we had the ability to score bonus points for the prior round, those oh, fun sentences. Oh. And I laughed out loud. And I know he already won the round and just broke the rules or cheated the rules. <laughs> but I laughed out loud at Tony's answer in the previous round about Bob Ross and Ross, no relation. If he yeah. hadn't added the no relation, I would have even missed it. Yeah. But he added the no relation and that was funny. So I would like to reward two bonus points oh to God. Tony. For that. No, no, no. That was, that was your chance to reward negative bonus points to Tony right <laughs> there. I have I integrity, like, even if Tony does. I just like to point out my, my thought process was I was thinking of Bob's and I was like, Bob Ross is a pretty good Bob. And then I thought of a fruit and then I was like, OK, now I need a friend's character. And I was like, I already came up with one. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, it's just efficient this way. So, Dan, if you want to award any uh, bonus points for that prior round, feel free. Uh, or we can just move on. Uh, yeah. You know what? There's too, too much Bob Newhart in that round for yes. me. So <laughs> I'm in. Hi, Bob. Friends Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Yeah. All right, so Dan, how many points did people get in that round? Well, uh, Jason in that one had an excellent round. He got 10 points because he got one vote for his answer and got the correct answer. Well, uh, eat it, Tony. Silent Carl netted a solid five points and is on the board <laughs> uh -oh. at last. Uh, and he eked out He's over coming for us. Tony got four points for some questionable cheating. Um, but <laughs> It's not cheating. It's just dirty. It's just it filthy, underhanded. Future, future cheating. Know. It yeah. will be against the future rules. Oh, man. I'm yeah. not looking to rub salt in any wounds, but uh, I want to point out that on the prior two rounds, Shelley scored a combined zero points and Cicero a combined <laughs> negative one. Yes. So here's hoping. Sigh. I can't believe no one fell for... Uh... 
Bob Dole falling. <laughs> Bob Dole. <laughs> People were all bobbed out. Yeah. That's that's what happened. Yeah, that's a, too many bobs. Too many bobs. As we enter the anti-penultimate round, mm-hmm. uh, the top three point havers are a mere, I guess, four points apart across three. them all. I I, I count. Th- Four points. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wasn't uh, going to say a different number, that's for sure. The mapping on the show is next as you level. Lex. I, <laughs> Let's enter our next round. SNL, but not Snell. Name Thank four you. SNL alumni. You'll get three points per unique SNL alum, and there is indeed a secret rule for this round. SNL is Saturday Night Live, less any Tony <laughs> cheaters be out there. <laughs> okay. Wow. Some people are showing their age with their submissions. <laughs> Gotta go Some obscure. people want to win. Uh, I, I didn't read those uh, books about the history of Saturday Night Live for nothing, exactly. Lex. <laughs> uh, I also want to share that this is some of the, the worst spelled submissions I've seen in some time. But spelling doesn't count, so it's fine. Uh, Shelley submitted Joe Piscopo, Victoria Jackson, Tom Davis, and Tina Fey. And Dan, if you could check, I don't think Tom Tom Davis... Just a writer, I right? Guess the not question a... was was written vaguely, but it meant cast members. And Tom I, Davis was a I writer, not a cast member. Was he not? Didn't they do Franken and Davis sketches? On they Saturday did Franken and Davis. So I'm going to keep that one as a question mark in my mind. Jason submitted Charles Rocket, Garrett Morris, Gary Kroger, and Brad Hall. I've literally I've, heard of none of those I've people. I've never so. heard of any of these people. Oh, I, I know all Brad four Scar. of them. You got to go obscure. Garrett Morris right. is in the original yes, primetime yes. player cast. Garrett exactly. Morris Dan, is legit. I think some of those are grocery stores. I don't <laughs> oh, right. I do all my shopping at Charles Rocket. Look, yeah. Gary, Gary Kroger parlayed his unsuccessful three and years on Saturday Night Live into <laughs> forming a giant supermarket chain. And as yeah. we all know, Brad Brad Hall pivotal in the kids in the hall. Right. Brad, oh, yeah. Brad Hall is Julia Louis Dreyfus's husband, actually. Exactly. So, also yeah. the husband oh. of Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yep. Charles well, Rocket out pretty yeah, good yeah. for him. He did all right. Charles Rocket said the f word on live TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I believe later um, died by suicide. So not yeah. not a great He's story. On Max Headroom. Um, Cicero submitted Sherry O'Terry, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, and Adam Sandler. And Tony submitted John Belushi, Tina Fey, Eddie Murphy, and Chevy Chase, yuck. That's the yuck from Tony, <laughs> but we endorse that yuck here. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of unique ones, some overlap. We saw uh, a double Eddie Murphy and a double Tina Fey. Um, I'm, g- I'm going <sighs> to... I'm really struggling with what to do with Tom Davis. So I'm going to turn to you, Dan. Dan, Tom Davis was never a named cast member, but he did sometimes appear on screen in segments he would do with Al Franken. So what's your, I, what's your thought? Your, your line said alum. I would have yeah. to count it. Mm. All right. I think, it's, I think it's legit. I think I think you're not wrong. The bonus rule here, the secret rule was, if half or more of your answers were women, you would get five bonus points. Shelley submitted half of her answers as women. Uh... And that's it. That's it. <laughs> no, no, no one else did. Take that, boys. Yeah. I was afraid that the prominent women would be said by everybody. So I was just like, nope, obscure. <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus? No, I'm going to pick her I husband. I was going to say Jan Hooks because I saw something Jan about Hooks, her this yeah. week. And I was like, wait, if they saw it as well, I will not win for mm. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. Dan, how many points did people pick up that round? All right. By my count, and my counts may be wrong because I am still. These are. This was three points instead, and oh boy, it got a whole a whole lot happened here. It's but fewer points I believe, if I think it's easier to that's get right. unique ones. That's sure. how I think about it. Perfect. Um, by my count here, I think we had Shelly had fourteen points because she triggered the bonus rule and had three unique answers, uh, followed by Jason who had all correct answers uh, or all unique answers, uh, followed by so for twelve points, Cicero got nine for three unique and. Tony got six. For and I think Tony has to lose one for being last. Oh, poor. Oh, it's oh, a shame. Oh. So, Dan, as we enter the penultimate round of friendly competition, what does the scoreboard look like this time? Well, kind of uh, set of rectangles and a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's accurate. No. Uh, well, <laughs> Jason has managed to tiptoe past Shelley. He now wow. has 89 points. Shelley right behind with 87 Tony, uh, just a little bit back with 79, and Cicero has 62. Silent Carl could still win it all with his five points. 
This is the, uh, I think, most hated by contestants round, Limerictionary. Oh, God. Uh, And Dan, you can play for Silent Carl. You're going to write in a limeral. Nope. (laughs) You're going to write an original limerick on the topic provided by the previous episode's champion. In this case, that's my friend Mick Murtha. Mick's topic, Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. Contestants are going to vote for their favorite limerick, and you'll get five points per vote. And uh, I can award bonus points as I see fit. And I will. What is the format of a limerick again? Because I hate them. There once was a man from Nantucket. A B B A. Okay. Yeah. And is there a number of syllables? B B A. Or is it? No, it's da 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 I even did the rhyme scheme for you because that's how thoughtful I am. Five lines, huh? All right. Check back with me in twenty-five minutes. And there is a million point penalty for submitting last. All right, all limericks are in. All right, you'd like me to read these and yeah, some... read these. And what I guess I would encourage uh, our contestants to do is, it looks like the the last words of each uh, uh, first line is unique. So maybe think about that. And we're for voting for our favorites. Submission. You're going to vote for your favorite. All right. uh, can we vote for ourselves? No, we can't no. because that's we've updated the rules. <laughs> the rules have See? been updated in mid game. Yeah. You're welcome, people. <laughs> <laughs> Limerick numero uno. There once was a rogue named Garrett, whose actions slash deeds never had merit. He stole from the best and robbed all the rest, and forgot with his party to share it. There once was a left-handed bard. His life of adventures was hard. With a roll for perception, he lost all conception, and was run through in the castle's courtyard. There once was a cube gelatinous, which ate creatures like bats and stuff. It had a sore tummy, having eaten a mummy, and expelled a whole cloud of wraps and pus. There once was a vile cockatrice, who refused to do anything nice. He was found by a wizard and a battle-scarred lizard, and then they rolled many dice. Roll on to find your attention. The fun is sweet as confection. Critical wins and losses fight trolls and bosses. It has become my sweet affection. All right, so you're going to vote for your favorite limerick. (laughs) Tony continues to submit his votes with the phrase vote for. Uh, <laughs> I added, I added rogue, favorite colon this time. You did. You've got a rogue named Garrett, uh, a left-handed bard, uh, a cube gelatinous, a, a vile cockatrice, and uh, roll on to find your attention. Sadly, uh, Cicero lost a point for submitting the last limerick, and Shelley lost a point for submitting the last vote. Uh, but the votes were as follows. Jason voted for uh, the courtyard, which was Shelley's limerick. Uh, Tony voted for cockatrice, which was Jason's limerick. Very nice. Shelley did too. <laughs> and Cicero voted for the bard, which was also Shelley's. So two limericks got two votes each. That's a weird way to describe that. <laughs> yeah, it was hard to figure out. Because everybody, everybody named them differently. <laughs> um, what's a cockatrice? It's oh. like a Dean. mythical creature that'll turn you to stone. Yeah, it's, yeah, D&D it's monster. kind of a, a lizard, lizard bird monster. Actually, yeah. pre predates D anD D, I believe. I think it's from sure. Mythology. It's from, from mythology, yeah. and it rhymes with dice. That's the most important part. That is. I'm true. sorry. The correct yeah. answer was nothing. What's a cockatrice with you? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I worked hard to get anything that rhymed with gelatinous. <laughs> that was not great. <laughs> yeah, that seems like that would have been a point to retreat when I saw yeah. gelatinous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, ambitious first line. And then there were other cube, lines. Cube rhymes <laughs> with lots of things, Dan. Yeah. Yep. That, yep. Yep. English yep. major at work. Uh, well, mistakes were uh, made. So, uh, Dan, uh, explain the points for this round. Well, Jason got two votes for his, the yep. cockatrice. So he gets 10 points. Uh, Tony, uh, oh, sorry. Yep. That's why I wrote that incorrectly. Shelly also got two votes, right? Shelly um, got five points for oh sorry the, the, yeah you're right people use different yep, different that's answers. why I was, that's why <laughs> sorry I was you're totally confused. correct and i yep. i got confused uh, so i think it's I 10 think, points each for them right for yes Shelley except i think shelly lost two points because i think she was last to submit i rearranged the limericks but in the oh, timestamps I, I think she was last right. to submit so 10 points to jason eight points to shelly and dan do you want to award bonus points to any of these limericks Oh, I do want to avoid some, uh, award some bonus points. I'm going to give Tony one bonus point for a, a reference to a lovable rogue named Garrett. Uh, and I would like to give one bonus point to Cicero for uh, fighting trolls and bosses, which I enjoyed. I also want to give Jason one 
for teaching me the word cockatrice, oh. which feels oh. like it is ripe for humor. Oh, yeah. I'm also going to give uh, Silent Carl a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> well, Everybody but me gets a bonus. Great, great so I see how it is. Great he's, so, he's so well behaved. Dan, speaking oh. of a hundred, could you give us an update on the scores before we enter the final round? <gasps> yes. Yeah, Silent Carl has five points just above him, just slightly. Cicero was 63. Oh. Tony has 80 uh, fairly far back from Shelley with 95, and Jason Snell has a round 100 points. Wow. It makes him look kind of like a jerk when he was so mean about my points before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is our final well, we're round. We're going to have to rename this show Just Competition, <laughs> Lex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jason our final Competition. Round. Jason Competition. <laughs> I'm eating it, Tony. I'm still eating it over here. Mm. Yeah, well, ch- ch- don't forget to chew. <laughs> this is called The Final Insult. <laughs> to start, uh, there will be no points awarded here, but please send us a single letter of the alphabet. Uh, we're going to need them to be unique, so if you are the second one to submit a duplicate letter, we'll have to make you resubmit. But just submit any letter of the alphabet. Just submit any letter of the alphabet, such as G All right, Shelly How Jason, did we end up with two duplicates we got in FWWF? <laughs> so, Shelly and Jason, please resubmit. <laughs> FWWF. Also what? capitalized the same way. Wow. <laughs> That was bizarre. I don't I don't like that. Are All we right. it's like we're robots with not enough lines of code. <laughs> so we now have I th- I Cicero think- with F, uh Shelly with uh E, e uh Tony with W and uh Jason with L. Jason with L, thank you. I really got very confused. We spelled the word flu. flu. You fuel. <laughs> <laughs> or flu. flu. Lacks flu. an actual yeah. word. Yeah. I so, almost submitted three because I hit my keyboard wrong. I didn't think you'd like that. So that would have been, that would have been out, serious. Out, uh, David, David, Duchov- David Duchovny yeah. as Jeff Goldblum on Celebrity yes. Jeopardy. <laughs> so, friend, that letter is your letter. Uh, again, Cicero F, Shelley E, Tony W, Jason L. Each time the game comes back to you, you will name an actor whose first name starts with your letter. If you hesitate, repeat, or are wrong, you're out. If neither Dan or I has heard of the actor, you're out. You're going to get five points for each one you name, and once you hesitate, repeat, or make a wrong answer, you're done with this round. We'll go until people run out. So please remember your letter. We're going to go in the order of... Uh, Scores from lowest to highest. So Cicero, hit us with your F actor. Fred Armisen. Uh, Tony. A uh, Will, Will Wheaton. Shelley. Edward Everett Horton. Uh, Say that again. Edward Everett Horton. I don't know who that is. He's an old actor from the 30s. I don't know who that is either. Listen to every episode of Lions, Towers, and Shields. He's in them. I'm going to allow it because I trust Shelley on this one. And Jason, an L. Larry Miller. Cicero. Fred Savage. Tony. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I can can only think of fictional characters. (laughs) Ed Norton. And Jason. Leon Redbone. Dan, do you know that one? Vaguely. He's in a million (laughs) things. Each of them gets one that we've never heard of. (laughs) Cicero. And F. F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, see, Cicero knows how to play this game. <laughs> Edward G. Robinson. I have heard of Edward G. Robinson. All right. Thank you. Jason. God. Lane Smith. I have heard of Lane Smith. Back to Cicero. Florence Pugh. Okay. Nice. Shelley. Edie Adams. Shelley, you know you're going to have to give me a break here. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Wait, Dan, Just you don't checking know that your Google foo. Evie or Edie? Edie, E-D-I-E from the... She's you know a, what? Why did I ask? I don't know either one. I would say, since neither of us has heard of them, we're gonna have to. Damn we're gonna it. have to end it there. That and is not Jason, the one I was worried about. Wait, wait, sorry. What was what? Did, what was the ruling? I'm, on I'm, that? I'm calling Shelley out because neither oh, of us man. heard of the actor. <laughs> and Jason, Laura one. Linney. All right, okay. back to Cicero. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> back to Jason. Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> Cicero. Frank Welker. Dan, yeah, do you know that one? I will allow it. Jason. I don't have it. Oh, oh, Cicero. Oh, yeah. Oh, do I have to give one? You got to keep going. Oh, Frank Gorshin. Cicero again. Uh, Francis McDermott. <laughs> Cicero again. Fran Marabella. Do you know that one, Dan? I don't know who that is. That's All right, that's where we have to stop it. Yeah. A huge round for Cicero, who picked up 
40 points. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, what? It was got five, five points for each, of those. for each correct actor that they could name. So, Dan, give us uh, how many points people got that round. Yeah. Uh, so, Cicero got a commanding 40 points. Jason had 25. Shelly got 15. Tony got just five. And Shelly, obviously unfairly penalized by your and my lack of knowledge of uh, older school actors, but you got to play the judges. Uh, Dan, what did that do to the final scores? <laughs> well, Cicero did have a big round there, uh, and it moved him up a little bit. Tony was at the uh, the bottom of our rankings with 85 points, though he did edge out Sonic Carl, who only had five. Uh, Cicero bumped himself up to 103 points, which is pretty <laughs> solid, but it wasn't enough to catch Shelly in second place with 110 or Jason in first place with 125. Mm-hmm. Which means Jason is a returning champion on Friendly Competition. Woo. But Jason, he loses 25 points for his unfriendly behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Said the rule breaker. <laughs> the creative ruler. Well, of course, my thanks to scorekeeper Dan Morin and to Cicero, Jason, Shelley, and Tony. No thanks to Silent Carl, who really should do better next time. And that's how we play. Friendly competition. Friendly competition. A game where people made some rush decisions. That was friendly competition. Friendly competition. Friendly competition. And now the show is finishing.